when I'm not drinking bourbon or writing blues songs, I listen to the Sean Geek Podcast over on seanmcginnity.ca, and you should too. Welcome to the Sean Geek and Fast Fret podcast with me, your host, Sean Geek, and that guy, Fast Fret. And this week we got Jarrett back from Comic Factory 4. Or is it, wait, Comic Factory or Comics Factory? Comic. Comic Factory 4. Yeah. And it's the uh, the IV 4. Yes. Yes. Welcome back, sir. Uh, thank you. We saw each other yesterday as I was yeah. picking up my stash. Yeah. You, you had a stash? Well, a stash. Well, yeah. You had a stash yesterday and you shaved it? <laughs> oh, a stash. I thought you meant the other kind of stash. Stash. No, no, no. Stash. Yeah. yeah I, upgraded, I upgraded my internet. Oh, so, you did? So I shouldn't get any of that choppiness that you knew normally get halfway through. Oh, God, Jared. The last two or three times. I guess the more people in the room, the worse it is. But Todd's audio just kept going and then it and then then it does the um i guess the way zoom works is is if you have a lag it tries to fast forward the last thing you said so it'll it'll slow down and then you'll hear todd almost chipmunk like and he gets caught up it's really crazy oh yeah oh i had 550 was it through mts <laughs> and uh, i was debating where to go to shaw and i figured you know what they got a special on for the five 100 or whatever. So it was like double the speed. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is I, we don't have fiber in this area. So they had to actually run a second oh. line in. Oh, but they did though. They, yeah. They ran a second line in. So my, was it download speeds are now about 90 something. My uploads before were about six, seven. Now it's uh, almost 20 for upload. So holy. Yeah. So it's, um, it's faster. And that, with the stick that we have, because we have IPTV that we use and it just, um, it was just painful. Every once in a while it would stop and then you'd have to wait and then it would start and then it would do that fast forward thing. Yeah. And then you missed a part of it. So yeah. since we've upgraded, actually, we haven't had uh, barely any issues at all. So Jared, are you familiar with IPTV? I'm happy. Of IPT? IPTV? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, maybe you should explain at least for the audience anyway. Well, well, I've got um, I've got a fire stick. And uh, there was someone at work that said, you know what, once you get IPTV, uh, that way you can get your, you know, all your games. Uh, if you're into sports, like we'd have watched hockey and UFC and stuff like that. And usually the main events and stuff, pay-per-views, you have to pay, you know, through the nose to watch them. Uh, and this, uh, this year is like 12 bucks a month. And you get everything. I mean, you got Crave, you got Disney, you got, there's so many channels in there, like CNN. It's got, uh, you know, it's got shows that are like, they're on 24 seven, you know, like on Netflix, sometimes they'll have like, you know, family guy, but they'll, you know, you put it on and it'll run for days, just, just different episodes. This, this year has the same thing for oodles and oodles and oodles of programs. 
you know, things that we grew up on, like $6 million man or oh, they got $6 million man. Yeah. Mr. Bean or, you know, whatever it's got, you know, 24 seven, you can watch it. And then it's got uh, another section where it's got uh, new, like new movies and stuff releases. Yeah. I mean, it pays for itself the first month. I mean, it, there's, it, uh, it's pretty much a no brainer. And it's, as far as I know, it's legal. Cause I mean, they, well, if you, I mean, if there's a thing for it. Then. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's businesses you go through for your, to set up your IPTV. Uh, if there's an issue, it's with the person providing it to you really. Well, I, providing it to you, I mean, I originally thought it was, but I think it was my internet connection that was kind of flaky. Because before all this, there was we first started was Cody. Cody was the big thing, you know. Everybody had an Android box, and they, you know, they would stream that, and of course, it would cut out. Or if you watched a movie, if you started a movie halfway through, if you had to go, you know, to the bathroom or something, and you hit pause, it didn't really pause. It stopped, and it stopped right from the beginning of the movie. Like it wasn't really controllable. But uh, with with this with the uh, with the Fire Stick is awesome. But they get different boxes you can you can use now. But uh, I definitely recommend it. I mean, I still have regular cable, but just the minimum, just for our local news and stuff. You know, you can get local news through um, through CBC uh, Gem. Yep, CBC Gem Prime. Yeah. If you have a Prime membership, it has local news on or local. You can get antennas. Like I, I've got one of those little antennas. It's just a flat piece. I think I bought it at the dollar store. It's about this big. It's flat. And then it has a cord that comes off and it goes into your Oh, Todd, if you're using Fire your TV. If you're using Fire Stick, though, you can just put the CBC Gem app on. You can get the CTV app on. Do you have to pay all... for any of that? No, no. No. Do no. you have to register? No, you it's can. Like, this is like not, you can watch it on the internet, too. Like, but you can do it through the app. It works a lot better through the app. I have the CTV app. I have the CBC app. Jarrett, you do as well? Yeah, I do. I have it on the Fire Stick. Um, I haven't bothered looking on the PS4 for it. I've been told by a couple of people that they can't find it, but maybe they're just looking in the wrong place. But the, yeah, Fire Stick works fine. Um, I think you can register, but all that does is essentially remembers the stuff you've watched and you can like um, stream like older stuff. But to watch like the current, like say Winnipeg or Halifax, Toronto feeds, you just click on one and you can watch it that way. So you can watch like Hockey Night in Canada or local news. Yeah, I added the yeah. CBC on my mom's. Like my mom has the fire stick. I added it there because I'm trying to get mom off the cable. But <laughs> but honestly, like if you have a membership, if you have a cable thing, then you can go into the app with your login for your cable account. And then you can get the full version of CTV or the full version of whatever. But, yeah. but I mean, that's just getting the show <laughs> that you're already getting on IT. <laughs> I, what did you call it? IPTV? Yeah. So, I mean, there's no Todd paying for cable. I, I'm kind of embarrassed to be on the show with you today <laughs> to say that you still have cable. <laughs> I don't know. No, you should well, get rid of it. Like you, the, you have, if you have the fire stick, dude, you're all set. Oh yeah, we got the first. The only the only problem is is and there's ways of doing it, and I've looked into it, and I've got the gear to do it. I just haven't sat down with it. But uh, the only problem is it doesn't have a PVR version. Uh, uh, oh yeah, like yeah, like through MTS or Shaw or wherever you go through, you get a PVR, right? So you can just record stuff, schedule it. Uh, with this, is pretty much just watch it whenever. But the good thing is, is if I have watched a program. 
and all of a sudden they say I'm out somewhere and the, there's a show on, you know, like, ah, crap, I missed that show. So like, well, now what? Now I have to wait until it comes back on again. No, I just go to fire stick. I go to that particular show. It shows the seasons, shows the episodes. Uh, they're usually uploaded fairly, you know, fairly quickly so that uh, just go there and just watch it. I started, um, I downloaded uh, Daily Motion. On Daily Tuesday. Motion. Yeah. Are you familiar with Gerald, Jared? Yeah, I think so. I think I actually, not embarrassed to say, but I think the last thing I watched in there was a Baywatch episode because they had like WCW wrestlers on there and I wanted to watch that episode oh. where they were like, yeah, I want to say Flair and DiBiase were <laughs> trying to take over the gyms on the beach or something. <laughs> And Macho Man and Hulk were the like the good guys. So oh nice. nice. Wow. Yeah. I um I've been I was watching AEW wrestling and uh I stopped watching because you know I I wasn't going about it the the league well I wasn't going about it the right way, let's just say that way. And um I got a letter from Shaw saying stop that. <laughs> so I stopped. And then I stopped watching AEW and then I guess that's when AEW kind of took a big turn and got really like even better. And I'm not, a, I'm not a wrestling fan, but I really like AEW and people, all my, you know, all, all our internet and um, podcast peeps, like a lot of them follow AEW and there's, and I'm in a chat room with um, some guys in New York city. And one of the guys, he's a former WWE writer. So every Wednesday when there's an AEW on, they're literally like uh, group texting. Oh my God, did you see that finish? Did you, you know, <laughs> and I'm like mute, <laughs> mute for eight hours. And I was like, I, everything was being spoiled. So daily motion I, within hours or within the next day, um, they have the last night's show. So I've been watching on there. Now, is this strictly wrestling? This daily no, motion? No they, have, no, they have other stuff. Lots of stuff. Well, Baywatch, obviously. Or at least one episode. Yeah. But they, they do focus on a lot of sports stuff, I think. Like, there's lots. Like, I bet you there's just UFC stuff on there, I'm betting. But they have all the WWE, all the AEW, a lot of Impact, uh, Japan Wrestling. Because I was actually going to pay for a thing, but I'm just going to do Daily Motion for now. Until I get I IPTV. Well, I actually, I used to have the WWE Network. Uh, even though I haven't had cable for a long time and I did pay for it. Um, but I had the app thought I lived in the States Oh, because in Canada, I think you need basic cable and then you have to subscribe through there. Although now it's like on a Peacock network and on TSN or other things. So yeah. I haven't watched it for a long time, but so I like legally, illegally had it, I guess like, okay. yeah. I should have had cable, but I was giving WWE money, so I didn't feel too bad about it. Um, so, but, did you have a VPN? Is that why it was? It was. It thought that you were in the US. Uh, no. I, um, I just I made a PlayStation account that said that I lived in McFoley's hometown's library. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I, so that, that's I, pretty. That's like awesome. you can't you can't down. Well, the app doesn't exist anymore, but you couldn't download the app through a Canadian PlayStation account. Right. So I could download it on the American one and then put in my information. And then once the app was on the PS4, then I could watch it under whatever account. And I paid for it every month. And cool. Although 
um, you know, you got all the old pay-per-views and you got um, all the wrestling, but there was also when NXT was good. So yeah, I, I don't even know if I would have wanted it now, but yeah. I'd still want to watch the pay-per-views probably, but. Have you watched any AEW at all, Jared? Um, not a lot. The last one I saw, I think, was their their version of WrestleMania. I forget what it's called. Um, all in, maybe. All in, yeah. Where they have like the all in Royal Rumbles with maybe. the cards and stuff. Yeah. I, I yeah I don't I can't remember the names of their of their uh, their events like because it almost like so just so you know like every week on Dynamite it's like a pay-per-view almost like just the, 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 they're not doing like what WWE would do. There wouldn't be a title defense. There'd rarely be a title defense on TV. It's, or it'd be like a screw job or, or something. So, you know, you always had to go to the pay-per-views, but they've had title defenses on Wednesday night dynamite, like every week. Is that their YouTube show? Dynamite? No, no, that's their network show. Okay, or maybe it's AEW Dark or something. Dark is the YouTube show, yeah. Which okay. is interesting. Like, I don't know if WWE <clears throat> does that, but they have AEW has like YouTube, like a YouTube show. They have a TNT show. I think it, TNT is the dynamite, I think. And then they have Friday Night Rampage, which is on like a like a, a regular network, I think. So they they've got shows for for like lots of different networks. So they're kind of spreading themselves out so there's you know different ways to watch and they almost have reoccurring like the friday night like the rampage show on friday seems to have its own storylines its own angles and it doesn't really mix with the wednesday stuff so you could literally just watch friday the friday night show which is an hour show and just watch that and be happy and then they're you know building their own champions and all that sort of stuff and or you could just watch wednesday or you could just watch the dark stuff, but it's all like, it's, it's good wrestling. I haven't enjoyed wrestling like this since the Austin rock era, you know, it's good stuff. I remember the old, well, I guess it was WWF at the time, but when you'd watch it on Sundays and it always be like Coco beware against the guy selling popcorn and yep. Jake the snake against the guy we just found out in the alley. Yep. <laughs> and then you were lucky if, you know, like, Superstars, right? Wasn't Junkyard it? Dog fought, you know, Leap, Leap and Laffy Pano, Pano, Puffo, Puffo, yeah. But then it was really good. The you know the one Saturday night a month where they had Saturday Night Man event where you would actually see the British Bulldogs fight the Heart Foundation, like oh. people you knew. And that wasn't that show. I think that show subbed out for Saturday Night Live, right? Like once a month there'd be no yeah. Saturday Night Live. It would be Saturday Night's <laughs> main event wrestling, yeah, which is a pretty big deal because Saturday Night Live I think was pretty big at the time. Uh, or was this kind of when they were on the rise still? I think that's when they were like on the way back up again. Okay. Like maybe when Lauren Michaels wasn't in charge. Potentially. Todd, did you ever watch? I'm curious. Todd's not the wrestling guy. Did you ever watch a Saturday Saturday night's main event? If I did, it was back in the, um, the heart days. And well, yeah, that's when it was on uh, during the heart foundation days undertaker and all those guys you never know what you're going to get <laughs> it's like yeah. a box of chocolates yeah yeah because except for like pay-per-views this yeah saturday night main, main event was almost like a small pay-per-view because it was people you know they would fight for titles or it'd yep. be like jake the snake versus andre like people that you knew that were names yeah 
whereas the stuff on Sunday was usually like you knew right away who was going to win because you didn't know who the yeah. other guy was. Yeah. Squash matches. Yeah. Yeah. Or they had people like the Repo Man or the Goon who were <laughs> the, Re- the Repo Man. Was the Repo Man? Was he actually Doink the Clown? That guy had like a million different characters. They they kept um, yeah, Doink the Clown. I think so. <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a while. Yeah, I like Doink. I yeah, they they had potential with it, like the creepy clown. Like if you wanted to go into creepy clown territory, you know, he could be a a heel just as easily as a face. But anyway, so we're in the middle of a torrential <laughs> downpour right now. Yeah, it's uh. Well, so what were you guys saying before I jumped on? Did, did they close some underpasses or something? Oh, well, Tegan was uh, was over last night. And we were talking about that uh, big storm that we had back in, I don't know, 2005. I don't know. I can't oh, remember now. But we had the water coming up from, okay, so you have the street. They have the sidewalk. Yeah. And then you have the lawn to go to the house. Yeah. Well, halfway up the lawn to go to the house is where the water came up to. Yeah, so the water that. on the street yeah. was at least you know, knee deep. Yep. So, um, the Alero that we had, um, someone, decided, Oh yeah. Okay. Someone, cool. yeah. Someone decided to go boating, speed boating, uh, that day and, um, sucked in water and then, uh, you know, locked up the, the motor. The, it doesn't, the water doesn't compress very well. So, <laughs> Oh really? Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, ended up having to replace the whole motor. So we were talking about that kind of thing. And then, uh, when she left, it was, you know, it was raining pretty hard. So, uh, she was, was going that to, bad though? Uh, yeah, last night. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so under the underpass where the, uh, the new transit, uh, areas in Osborne, mm-hmm. where you go underneath. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was going towards there and then she backed out, turned around, went a different route and yeah. she got home. She can actually see from her balcony that underpass. So she actually took a little video clip and you could see the tow trucks were there trying to pull vehicles out. So, um, they, they learned their lesson the hard way. I heard at some point they actually were just shutting down the underpasses. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Jared was saying something about McPhillips. One was uh, impossible altogether. Yeah, McPhillips by Logan. There was yeah. no way you're going to get anything through there. That one's bad always. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually kind of half tempted to walk down the Jubilee underpass just to see how uh, it's written now since it's been like redone. Because that one was always bad too. Oh, yeah. That one was horrible. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I used to live uh, two streets over from Todd, exactly in the same house. Like we're the third house in on the right hand side, on our respective streets, and we had in front of our house there the 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 road dipped down a bit. So, I I remember that 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 floody that floody year there, and the water was coming up towards the house, and it was. The, the whole street was full. The sidewalk was under. And then the, the little sidewalk to our house, it was, it was, the water was up to there and no one realized it was a dip in the road right in front of our house. <laughs> so where, you know, it went up to, you know, almost the car windows on most of the road at the dip, it would go way above the car windows, like halfway up the car window. And, uh, like we would just like we would have the the drapes open like with the picture window looking on the street and just watch people get stuck and then i would go out and i would push them out <laughs> but uh they would they would gun it right and then <laughs> they would hit that dip and the, you'd see the car just buoy down <laughs> and buoy up 
and then and you just like float and then go and then just like stall right out see some smoke coming out of the front and and uh i don't know there's usually people that were really really drunk and they're taking the side roads to avoid you know and it's like well you did good here didn't you so i don't know i pushed every car out yeah that's uh every time there's a, a flood of some sort here there's a person right across the street just like clockwork he'll be out there with his stick and there's a little drain in front of his house mm-hmm. and he's you know taking the sticks out or the leaves or whatever was blocking to oh help yeah drain, help drain the street yep. which is good yeah we used to have um a, a, a huge tree in front of our house i guess it's the is it the maple no the uh, oak oh yeah yeah so and we had one on either side of it and then we came home one day and they were chopping those two down so i guess it must have had those uh fungus or worms or whatever they're called are yep. scheduled to be chopped down so now uh as they chop things down it, it gets brighter in the house <laughs> yeah, i bet yeah because these are huge trees this is an old area so it's uh do you think the drainage thing? Because like I, I know you've you've done it, uh, Jared. Uh, Jared, your area is probably the same, but there's always like you always got to get the roots out of the you got to roto rooter the roots out of your um, out of your drainage. Like we had to do that often. We'd hire a company, they'd come in, they'd have the little route thing, and they would you know clear out your drain to the to the main sewer. I bet you the water in the sewers in that part of town and Jared's part of town too. I'm sure. Cause there's lots of old trees there that just, it doesn't drain as fast. Cause there's just tons of root in there. I've um, since I moved to this area that I'm in now, I've had them out more than I did. Like when I was in West Broadway. Yeah. And um, I, I think I'm having it done more than I should. I mean, I, I need it done. I just think it happens more often than I think. Yep. So a couple of years ago, um, while it was expensive, um, they actually had to have one of those, like the water drills come in, like the actual, just the normal spring and claw wasn't good enough. Oh, wow. So they actually put like a high pressure water. So basically scrubbed, um, the pipes or the, the drainage all the way to the city line. So it, I was kind of interested to see how it worked and, you know, sh- shove the camera down there to make sure they got everything and it's expensive, but was needed to be done but yeah this area i don't know if it's the trees that were planted in here but um you can see most of the houses with the lawn you know usually goes up a little bit to the yep. house but then it like dips about five or six yep. feet before the yep. house and uh, uh on our street anyway and a couple other streets in the neighborhood like we don't have curbs so we don't have those normal drainage on the street we just have like the the pothole yep, covers yep, yep. But because it's been so dry and the trees just suck all the moisture out, um, the sidewalks are all wavy, the streets are wavy, and uh, you know the cover of the manhole covers is, is higher than the street everywhere. So it's, oh, wow. it doesn't drain very fast because there's, there's nowhere for the water to go. And the ground right now is just so saturated. There's somebody across the street from me who maybe five feet into their own sidewalk, you're going to be walking through a puddle because you just have nowhere to go. And the ground is lower than the street. And there's still a little bit of snow and keeping everything where it is. There's just, just, just nowhere to it's go. Just gonna, like, it's just going to evaporate and that takes forever. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe what, by next week or something. <laughs> so how often did you have to have, to have yours done, Sean? Me? Yeah, when you were living out here. 
I think we did it every two years, but that was like a financial thing more than anything. Okay. Cause we do it more often than that, but yeah, I've, I usually get the auger from work and, and do it myself, but I was doing it from the toilet upstairs until I found the clean out downstairs, but you have to let it drain past the clean out. Otherwise you get a big gush of, you know, <laughs> you don't want that. So oh, yes. you, gotta, you, have, you have to kind of catch it before it gets to that point. So the last time I, I, I went down, I had, I put the spring up at the, the, the one-sided chopper, the two-sided, uh, you know, just the, uh, the ends that go on there just to get rid of all the roots. And I, I went in and out of that uh, drainage for, oh God, a good, good hour, I guess, just trying to get everything chopped up. Cause from upstairs doing it, I'd, I'd drain, I'd, I'd clear the, the drain, but I don't think I was clearing much of the roots. Yeah. So after about a couple months, you know, things were getting tied up again, like with hair and stuff. Cause when you pull that cable up, you know, you look like a chia pet. <laughs> so you had to kind of cut it all off <laughs> and stuff. And it's not my hair. So <laughs> no. no. And then when you had your daughter living there, like, there you go. Double. Yeah. So you get twice the long hair. So, so hopefully now that I've done it the better way, uh, I mean, Jared, the, the, the person who did the, the water jet was probably like, um, it, it jets so hard. It probably cuts the roots, I guess, when it's coming out. So that's probably the better way. And that's probably why it was so expensive. So probably last. Uh, oh, well, it, longer, it definitely right? is. And it's more. Would it last longer, Jerry? Uh, well, it would, but they just, they couldn't get deep enough with the normal um, like attachments they have at the end. So it definitely does like a more of a scrubbing than it like a scraping. So it would last longer, but I've had them out. I think twice already in this past like 12 months. Oh, wow. And I'm not sure. Uh, the last time it wasn't much, but it was enough where like, I've got like a couple of hand cranks or like one that looks like a, like a Tommy gun, which is good for small stuff. And I have a bigger spring one, but uh, there's only so much you can do like by hand. Well, that's, yeah, that, and that's good a, if it's just, you know, within first couple feet, but after that, then you yeah. need the bigger, bigger unit. Yeah, but they say they so the last three times it was actually the same guy, and he's actually kind of nice to talk to, and he doesn't mind me looking over his shoulder. Does he have? I'm not trying to give him advice or anything, <laughs> but it's, it's, and I ask first, like, hey, do you mind if I just watch? And because I kind of find it interesting. Just and he's like, you're a nerd. <laughs> you want to watch this yeah. stuff? What's wrong with you? Yeah. Did, does he give you like a stamp card, like after the fifth one, it's free or something? <laughs> uh, I wish. No. <laughs> I think I do have like a membership um, or something. <laughs> yeah, they do have a membership too. So they'll come in, I think, once oh, really? a year to send down the send down, well, just to send down the camera okay. to see if it's okay. And then you don't have to pay for that. Uh, and then because you have like the one-time thing, I think you get a bit of a discount every time. Okay. So and like the high speed, like the water scrubbing was is generally a last resort yeah. because it is more expensive and uh, you know, it also attaches to your own like water too so you're not only paying more for the like the more important equipment you're also paying for the water that's being used to scrub it oh yeah that water bill would be expensive holy shit yeah some high flow water (laughs) so ballpark how much was that for 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 the water jet uh in case people are interested in uh i 
I don't think it was quite a thousand, but it was it was a lot. So it was over, oh. especially especially if you added in like the water bill for that month. So it was over five hundred dollars. Oh, so yeah. if you had someone who manually came with the chopper, uh, with the cable and stuff, how much? Do you remember how much that one was? Uh, I think that's a couple. Huh? All about like two or three hundred or something. Yeah, you know? it depends on how far they have to go. Right. They charge you by the yeah. foot. <laughs> uh, how far are you going to run the cable? No, I think it's just, and I don't think they necessarily do it by time. It's just they do the job or they can't. So I think the price is always the same, at least for like who so I a flat, use. So. A flat rate. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Cool. Sean doesn't have to worry about that. He's in a new area. So part of the reason I moved. There's no trees there. Part of the reason I moved here was because of that, to be honest. Because there was just, we get water in the basement occasionally. You know, just like just little things. It was just, I don't know, kind of nice to start fresh. And at, to be honest, at the time when we moved here, and I've mentioned this on the show a million times, at the time it was cheaper to build than it was to buy. Like it was ridiculous. Like you want to buy a house that's pre-built? Okay, that's, you know, 100 grand more. Like well, why? Like I could just build. <clears throat> but, you know, the downside is while you're waiting for the house to be built, you're currently living in a house and then you're, paying you know you're, you're kind of paying you have to pay partial property taxes while your house is being built so you're kind of paying maintaining two houses at the same time you're buying a convenience store is what you're doing yeah it's already built <laughs> turnkey walk in yep no fuss no must the other one you have to deal with contractors you have to deal with timelines of course now you have to find a place to live you know it's, it's just yeah. uh the bs behind well, it all that stuff adds up but in the long run we ended up you know we saved a lot of money. Yeah. If you have a place to live while it's being built and you can do that, then that's probably the better way. Yeah. Manny being my father-in-law. Yeah. Uh, or as other people know him as your character. What was the? Oh, um, <laughs> Mumford. M- Mumford. <laughs> uh, did you show him that? Does he know who Mumford is? Jared, do you know who Mumford is? Mumford the magician, like, like from Sesame yeah. Street. Yes. Well, that's does, Manny, does Manny know who Mumford is? Um, uh, I don't know. You can uh, show it to him. Is it, <laughs> a, gonna... is it a la peanut butter sandwiches? That's the guy. Here, I'll just share this uh, wonderful image here. This, I think, yeah, okay, I think this one looks the best. Uh, share screen. <clears throat> Oh, that's not the right picture. That's not the picture I picked. Is Mumford Portuguese? No. Okay. Well, this one right here, I don't know if you can see it. That's Manny right there. That's exactly what he looks like. You can't see his eyes because his eyebrows. Can you guys see it? No. Oh, wait. Oh, I didn't hit share. Hang on. (laughs) There you go. Oh. Trying to make it bigger here. There he is. Yeah. I don't want Google Lens. Yeah, that's exactly what he looks like. Like you can see his eyes, his eyebrows are so thick. Yeah. <laughs> the hair on the top. Yeah. And when he doesn't get his haircut, he's a little shaggy on the side there. I gotta get him to wear a cape one time and just take a picture. Oh yeah. Put so that cool. as your uh, profile pic or something. <laughs> <laughs> you sprung that on me that that episode. God, I laughed so hard. I <laughs> myself. 
<laughs> never saw hey. the once before now. It looks like Manny. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so yesterday, as I said, I saw Jarrett and I picked up this thing. Oh god, so heavy. Wow. Hardcover. How thick this thing is. Is yeah. that everything that Marvel made, or is that what is that? It's everything Captain Britain up to Excalibur, basically. Now, I didn't we, Jerry, didn't we order this back in May of last year? Isn't that when they originally put a date out on this stupid thing? Uh, probably. Um, I mean, I'm getting things, and now I've ordered a long time ago, and part of it is um, the printers being, you know, behind with because they were shut down yep. for a while and then the paper shortage and distribution problems and uh, companies just by, uh, being more exclusive to other distributors and things were had to be resolicited sometimes because if they were late, then they might have to pay a penalty on it. So yep. yeah. I'm, that was my father's day. That was my father's a, day gift last year. <laughs> I saw, yeah. I saw it was available because I saw it on Amazon and then I contacted you as a day. I, I need this. Did that have anything to do with the paper shortage of 2020? Well, paper, I think we're still behind paper. because of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the toilet paper shortage. Yeah. They, oh, had, to use, they yeah. had to use it for other things. We can't print books yeah. right now. We need to make TP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, maybe yeah. it's related. But this, now, this book here, Todd, now this, yeah. uh, and Jared might know the story, but I've been a captain britain fan since excalibur the uh when the sword is drawn like that first appearance of excalibur and the only reason i jumped on excalibur because i was a, a big mark for nightcrawler and kitty pride they were at the time my two favorite x-men characters and they both got sidelined in the comic they got injured so bad and colossus was the other guy but they got sidelined and injured so bad that they were out of the x-men comics for a while i'm like but they're my two favorite characters and you know so eventually the X-Men go missing, they're presumed dead, and then the only ones left are Nightcrawler and Kitty Pride. So they start up a group, their own group, and for some random reason, and I didn't understand at the time, Captain Britain ended up being part of that group. So that was kind of my second introduction to, to Cap. Because I my first comic book I ever owned was Spider-Man teaming up with Captain Britain, but it was this version on the cover with the red suit. And I for the longest time I didn't realize they were the same character. Cause he changed. Yeah, that was well, yeah, because I mean the suit's completely different. He bulked yeah. up. Um, I mean, unless you were able to find can't remember if it was Daredevil comics, but like Marvel yeah. UK stories is where the change yeah. happened. And that's also where they introduced like the, the multiverse, like there's a Captain Britain in every reality. Yep. So kind of like a Captain Britain core. But yeah, unless like when you saw him in the Marvel team up facing, I think it was Arcade. Arcade yeah. Um, yeah, that's what you knew him as. So and he was kind of scrawny and his, and his character was a little bit different too. And his powers were different too. Because he had the the yep. amulet of power or whatever the heck it was called, and he had this like star scepter. The scepter. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't link the two, and then I'm like, who the hell is this Captain Britain guy? Because right away in the comics, he's an asshole. Like he's not a nice guy. And then most of the series. So then the Excalibur one shot built into a series, and they ran the series. And most of the time, Captain Britain is drinking way too much. 
he has a girlfriend that adores him and he's kind of an asshole to her and and nightcrawlers the guy nightcrawling kitty are the ones kind of holding the team together and eventually i kind of learned to to like the character because he was actually way more complex and i went to like who the hell is this guy and like has he not had any appearances since that team up with spider-man back in i don't know if that was like the 70s or early 80s or something when that happened but i i'm like well what where's what happened here like how did he become this and all this so i started uh trying to find out like who the hell this guy was because he was interesting i'm like and i don't understand he's got all this emotional baggage and i don't know where it came from so uh, but um alan moore was writing captain britain and alan moore didn't like his didn't like his stuff put out in trade paperback or something there was some whole conflict there because alan moore was a crazy writer and anyway eventually I, I i read the alan moore captain britain stuff which predated my my excalibur introduction to captain britain so i've been hunting these stories that were only printed in the uk at the time god for well ever since excalibur number one i started like trying to figure out who the hell this guy was then it was really hard to get your hands on it and then they put out an alan moore stuff but it and a couple of trade paperbacks which i'm pretty sure i bought from you jared but they didn't have they didn't ha they was missing a whole chunk of of captain britain's history so i found some stuff online like some digital copies and stuff but this is like the first time that everything's been collected so i've been you know when, when did excalibur come out jared do you remember was that nine? Uh, yeah, maybe like ninety-one, maybe. So I, I think I was still in high school, but um, that sounds about right then. So, Todd, I've been hunting this since ninety-one. That was around in ninety-one. No, it never was. Like it, it was finding <laughs> the Captain Britain story. Like it was, it was printed in these these weekly comic book compilations in in the UK, and that was it. So getting them over here was really, really difficult. Like, like just finding the issues themselves. Like there's a buddy of mine online. He actually collected all the daredevils that the cap, that Captain Britain appeared in. He just, he just, he's got a complete comic issue run of Captain Britain now. And he just shared it online. I just about lost, lost, lost my, uh, my cool. I'm like, Oh my God. But, um, so this is something I've wanted Marvel to put out since 91 that I've been just dying and dying for. And like 91, that was a long time ago. <laughs> so yeah. this is kind of like the, out of anything I wanted to collect, this is probably the biggest thing I've wanted to collect in my entire collecting career or collecting hobby, I guess. And Jared got it. Comic cool. factory Four, go there yep. while you still can. Yes, while well, you still before it floats away. <laughs> well, I don't know. Do you, you want to share or no? <clears throat> uh, sure. Well, it's not exactly a well kept secret, but uh, I am going to be closing the store down at the end of the year. So you only have so many more months to, to come down and take a look. Yep. Yeah, so um, so you, you'll be having like a blowout sale at, at some point. Uh, yeah, because I really don't want to store all that stuff in the basement and like go on Kijiji. So, um, probably in the summer or September, the latest. So, I have uh, less stuff to worry about by the end of the year. 
Yep. So everybody go there, go give Jarrett your money, <laughs> help him sell some <laughs> of that stock. But uh, I mean, Jared, I've, I've known you longer than I've known my wife. Cause I started going there before, wait a minute now. How long, how long has comic factory been around? What was the, uh, how long have I owned it or how long has a store been around? Cause uh, this past April 1st was the 23rd year that I've officially owned the store. Okay. Uh, like I took it over when it was the same building, but around the corner on Donald. So you took, so that wasn't so, you originally that owned it around the corner. You just took it over from there? No. And what was yeah. it called before? I took it over Comic Factory 2. Okay, two. that's what it was. Okay. That's, I, I think I started going to Comic yeah. Factory 2, but were you working there? Yeah, I would I'd work there on Saturdays and I'd uh, kind of run the store when the owner and the manager were off to like, you know, the San Diego Comic Con or that kind of stuff. So I wasn't full time, but I had worked there off and on, I guess, since I was 16, I think. So when when did that when was Comic Factory two there? Because I think yeah I started going there. When like when did that open? Do you know? Uh, well, I was going there when I was sixteen. Oh, we got to do math. Mid like maybe eighty six or eighty seven, I guess, because it was obviously there before I. Okay, was so it was there, there that long. So I I think I started going there. I think so. When I moved back from, because I I lived in Montreal for a year and a half, and when I came back, I was at. I was at that place on. Pembina. There was a comic shop on Pembina, that was open for like all of five minutes. You mean like almost close to the perimeter? No, 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 not that one. Um, it was actually kind of right around the area that you live there. It was um, in the back of a photocopier place. Remembering, I think it was, it was in and around Pembina and McGilvery, but it was pristine. Pristine, yes. Yeah, I actually live two blocks away. Yeah, from okay. So I I went there and then I I literally this is what I like. I, I don't like slagging too much, but I'll be honest. Like I was trying to find a place. Cause I, I did have a um, comics America. I had a, a thing there and Joe screwed me over so many times. Um, and I think, I, I don't think, I don't know if it was purposeful or not. I think it was more like he was just disorganized, which if you went to that place, it was just pure chaos the way the store was laid out. But I went from there, and then I went to Pristine because I'm like, oh, well, at least that's closer to home. And then, like, literally what was happening at both those places is even though I had a pull list, um, when someone came in and said, hey, I'm looking for the latest uh, issue of Excalibur or the latest issue of whatever. And if it wasn't on the shelf, they would go into people's pull list and take it out of someone's pull list and give it to somebody else. And I was literally there when they pulled something out of my pull list. They didn't because they didn't recognize my face or who I was. And somebody was looking for it. I think it might have been Excalibur. And I missed I ended up missing up like three or four issues because of it. Because, you know, me, I, I like I don't like I'm not a guy that comes in every week. I like to have a small accumulation of issues and then I go buy like a whole bunch at a time. 
and they were pulling out of my pull list and they're giving them to other customers who are asking for it because they were there and they're going to pay money right now. So I go in and I'm like, right. I said, I got issue, you know, issue 10, I got issue 15. Like, where's the ones in between? Well, you don't come regularly. So we pulled them from your pull list. And I'm like, what's the whole, what's the whole point of reserving them? Might as well just order them online, have them delivered at home if they're going to be like that. Well, back then that was a little harder to do or it was more no. expensive to do, that's for sure. I mean, yeah. now it's probably cheaper to buy directly from Marvel, maybe. I don't know, but I wouldn't want to do that. Like, I believe in supporting the, the comic shops. But so then that's when I found Comic Factory too, I guess. And I, so that would have been around 90, somewhere between 91 and 93, I guess. Well, I'm pretty sure I started going there at least in like 90, if not 88 or 89. So I think, I, I think I've owned it longer than the, the previous owner has uh, at this point. Well, I, I'm, I'm actually, I know for sure, for sure that I have, but. I'm just doing the math because I'm horrible with math. So I've, I've been between your shop and comic factory too. I've been going there for 29 years. Yeah. I've been more than 30, I guess. Cause I'm, well, I'm turning 48 this year. So at least 30. Well, since you were 16, right? Yeah, well, at least 16, but I think even before that, I'm trying to think it was also back in the day where you used to have like little ID cards on my parents to go to an arcade. If you weren't, I think 16. Oh my God. Yeah, well. that's right. So, yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'd have a note. Yep. Yep. Cause they had yeah. that, they had that arcade yep. on Portage, right? Was it Portage? They had one where you could just pay hourly or something back. Oh, Magic Land? Yeah. 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 I don't think it started off as being an hourly, but it definitely ended yep. that way. Yeah. But I mean, they have that now that like, that's a, like a common, um, they have, um, what's that place called? It's on Sterling Lion. It's, it's associated with Cineplex, but it's just, it's like just an arcade. You go in you don't pay hourly but you get a, a swipe card you put a bunch of money on it and then you could just go to whatever machine and then it just it's like a scan you know like your debit card takes your money takes your money and then you play <laughs> yeah yeah i think like Lasertopia has that as well in their arcade oh, yeah here. okay but hmm. yeah back then you paid well so they were paying so then you were paying like quarters to play i guess at the time yeah, mostly. Uh, started there, but like you know, Mothers or KK or uh, Long John Silver's. Most of the arcades were uh, like yeah. quarter. Um, I think something like Dragon's Lair and Space Ace. Maybe you paid oh, more yeah. just because of the the technology was probably more expensive to run those games. But um, and pinballs were always uh, a quarter. So yep. we're going to be playing pinball, Todd. In a few short weeks, yes, we're gonna we're gonna go to KeyCon. This is the first time we've gone to KeyCon since 2019 or 18, no, 19, 19, yeah, did 2019, yeah, before the the COVID took took over everything. But they have a they have an arcade set up with what, like three four machines, I think. Yeah, three uh, three, I believe three. That's what they had last time we were there. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a few years. Wow. Yeah. It's not coin operated, which they probably should do coin operated to make some money back because they they actually rent the machines for the for the con. But the con yeah. 
the con's pretty much an all-inclusive thing. You pay your price and you go in and you get to do, you don't have to pay. If you want to pay for stuff like you're buying, well, I want to buy that book or I want to, you know, they don't charge for stuff there. You pay to go in and that's it. Have you done KeyCon, Jared, before or no? Uh, I think I went once a long time ago, but uh, not really. Was it to sell comics or was it to actually just go? No, uh, just to go. Uh, I mean, I used to do like normal comic conventions, but I haven't done that in a long time either, but I've never set up at a KeyCon. Is it worthwhile to set up at a comic convention to sell your stuff? Um, if you've got the right stuff, I'm like, I don't have a lot of old books. So most of the stuff I'd be bringing would be recent or like trade paperbacks and, you know, the profit margin on that and like taking, especially if it's on a Saturday, I'd have to close the shop and, uh, long boxes of trade paperbacks are not light. So I just kind of stopped and I just you know got a little bit tired for taking my store apart and having to put it back together and. But, but that's just me. Like I know other stores about different stuff or if you have like toys, which are a lot lighter or, you know, people selling from home, it's, it's another opportunity for them to sell stuff. But for me, it was just after a while, just not worth it. But I always was happy to put up a poster or support the show or yeah, like advertise. Sure. And, um, me not going is no reflection on the people running them. It was just, for me, it wasn't worth it. Anymore. Yeah, no, I can see that. Like we, um, I've I've done the con as a as a guest twice I think just the like you, you have to pay for the table so so that is actually quite expensive it is very expensive now like the last the last few I don't know what they're asking but it was ridiculous what they're asking for oh. um the first year we went we got our table for free and then they came back and they tried to charge us for the table after they said it was free. But I think that was a lot of that was just disorganization. Like they, they didn't really know what it took to, to do a convention because it was their first one. But we, you know, we had our Meet the Geeks table there the one year. And then we had Paraverse Entertainment the year after. But, you know, that was, that was, it was cool. But I don't know. There was obviously a lot of issues with that convention. A lot of behind the scenes yeah. stuff that I wouldn't want to go into here because that's a whole slippery slope. Yeah, I don't think I set up at the convention center when they like were the large conventions. They used to have them on the second floor, uh, which you know might have had one or two guests, but not like what it's been like the past. Well, it okay, came not the last yeah. two years, but previous to that, um, that's I kind of stopped doing them at that point. But I would still do the ones at like the Dakota or uh, Canadians or Marlboro, like those ones I would do. But that was more like what would happen. Or what used to happen in like uh, community clubs and school gyms. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what conventions used to be. Like, that's how the comic conventions used to be. That, that's good. You know, these big venues like that, that's kind of, I don't know. It's weird. Like people say San Diego Comic-Con. It's like, but it's not about comics anymore. It's just about the movies. You know, I, I heard New York Comic-Con is more, I think that one's more about the comics. Yeah, they do have a whole media side to it, but it's less less so um i think uh chicago the c2e2 um is when it came back it's smaller than what it used to be but i think that's a bit more comic focused. and then um i've heard not too bad things about like the toronto and the calgary expos but they're not quite as big and i just feel it weird that like it's called a comic convention 
and the people getting paid the big, big bucks are the actors and you know and then and not even actors like just celebrities just people that are celebrities like they're not really you know like they'll get a mr t in or someone like that and and i'm like okay well, this convention wouldn't have happened without the comic people like i remember i met kurt Busiek because he came and he's probably my favorite comic writer and i just walked up to him and started talking to him but you know if it was lou ferrigno for example like i had to pay just to talk to him and i'm like you acted a comic book. You didn't make anything. You just acted in something. And to me, like I hold comics up here and acting, it's probably more here. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like to me, like, and, and a lot of these comic guys like are broke or on, you know, some of them are on social assistance, you know, some of them like they don't get paid well. And then they're also not getting paid, like they're getting paid a minimal fee to be at the comic convention, but they're not charging for autographs. They're more interested in pushing their work and getting people to buy the comics than charging somebody just, hey, I want to say hi to you. Okay, that's five bucks. Like, you know, like, I don't know. I got, I got more respect for the, the comic creators at a comic convention. You can have a media convention for everything else. Yeah, kind of how I feel. I don't know crazy yeah anyway um (laughs) (laughs) my coffee my coffee kind of ran out there um so so jared one of the things we started doing recently is we do recommendations every episode we recommend something that uh either a book or a movie or a show or a restaurant or a whatever you got anything that you've been binging, watching, reading, place you ate that you want to? Uh, well, I haven't really been out to eat in a while, but um, I guess the last thing I finished binging was the second season of Russian Doll. Oh, wow. Already? Okay. Yeah, it came out um, Came out Wednesday or Thursday. Is it G-rated or? I think. Uh no pg-13 maybe okay is that a netflix uh show yeah it's a netflix show um oh, i'm terrible with names natasha leone i think is her name well, um created it and the first season was about her kind of like groundhog day like waking up on her birthday um you're right natasha leone yeah. that's correct just like and then uh, when she dies, she kind of resets back to the beginning of the day. But it's not like Groundhog Day in the fact that it's always the same. Like she remembers what happens, but things that happened in the, each day that she was living kind of changes stuff in the past. So um, it, people disappear or things happen in different ways. And, and then the second season is a, well, I don't know about spoilers, but it's still her reliving things, but it's not like the same day over and over. So I would recommend that. I think it's a really good show, both seasons. Uh, I just pulled it up here. So it was actually created by Natasha Leone, Leslie Headland, yep. and Amy Poehler. Interesting. I, li- I like Amy Poehler. I've been watching the uh, Johnny Depp trial <laughs> <laughs> on Court yeah. TV. Mom, mom. Yeah, mom said she's been glued to it. She's been messaging me every day, and I'm like, oh, and I just I, I watched, I, I had it playing in the background. 
for about three days and i'm like oh my god yeah he, even he follow- talks he talks very uh, slow and uh you, takes, you takes a while <laughs> he's always got his movie star voice on and i could you please repeat that for me please uh yeah or he'll say uh for the third time uh yes that is my signature <laughs> you know when they ask you the lawyer asks you the question the yeah, same yeah. question yes. five different times five different angles right <laughs> and he's like okay again <laughs> yes that is my signature are you uh, not paying attention to the answer i just provided uh i'll give it to you <laughs> yeah he'll say uh oh uh is that hearsay <laughs> i'm learning he says <laughs> i feel like he's playing. i think i've managed to avoid all of oh, that myself, you're so lucky so. Yeah, it's a it's a gong show, but it's 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 like a car accident. <laughs> you get a rubber neck. He's like, "What?" <laughs> Just to see what's going on. Uh, but I think it's uh, like personally, I think it's one of those things where I, I think both of them are probably pretty horrible people, and and horrible. I don't know if horrible is the right word, but I don't think they're very adjusted people, both of them. And you put two people like that in the same room together, and they get married shit just goes crazy and you know whether there was abuse one way or the other because it sounds like he might have been abusive but it also sounds like she was also abusive it, it's not like a two-way street from what i gather yeah um i mean there's there's no i mean he's definitely got a temper and you know slamming things and throwing things and 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 whatnot as you know whether or not he actually had hit her that's I haven't seen anything yet that corroborates that, but um, I don't know. He he had, you know, he'd record, but she would know that he was recording. Uh, but then she would record so when he didn't know that yeah. he was recording and his slamming stuff and throwing stuff and yelling and stuff. But that's you know, in in heat of an argument, that's you know probably pretty normal in that case. But yeah, it's it's uh it's quite the show. It's definitely it's it's like another reality show that they've just said. Yeah. Oh, look, this is now it's going to be court TV. We're going to put this up and get all kinds of money from. Uh, I mean, there's lines of people because the courtrooms. You know, anybody I think can can go as a as a citizen. Yeah, but they're I don't know if they're not selling tickets, but you know, you had to. You know, they only have so much room. And I don't know Probably if it's like a lottery the, situation where they pick a number or something. Yeah. Like when you go to a wedding, you have the groom side and then you have the bride side, right? Uh, the court, I don't think is divided that way. I think it's like whatever room there is, <laughs> it doesn't matter whose side you're on. Just, you know, come yep. on in. Come on yeah. in. Yeah. It's a, it's a car crash. I don't yeah. know. I, I think I'm done though. I watched a little bit and I'm like, come on. It's so tedious. <laughs> so that wouldn't be your recommendation then. Uh if you're, I mean, if you're a Depp fan, I mean, he, a lot of his fans are watching it. They probably all, lot, yeah. And a lot of people comment, you know, on you know what he's done or what she's done, and it's it's just another one of those things that, um, you know, there's a if there's a crisis going on in the world, like everyone seems to have a focused on that particular thing. So it kind of takes you away from the, I guess the war with, you know, Russia and Ukraine and stuff, and then just kind of, okay, well, 
I've watched this to the point where everything's kind of repeating and you've had enough of it already. You just kind of watch something else like, Oh, look, another car crash over here. And then you start focusing yeah. your attention on that uh, until, you know, Will Smith slapped somebody. And then uh, the tensions brought over there. It's just, uh, it's all about media. It's that's pretty much what controls people's lives. And uh, I think a lot of people know that, but don't realize it. Um, if you were to turn the TV off and not watch anything and just go about your day and do your, you know, your stuff, you probably would never hear about it. Like 20, 30 years ago before the internet and all this other stuff, you didn't hear about what these guys were doing. You may have seen it like an article in people's magazine or the inquirer or whatever, but that was the extent of it. That's yeah. about as far as it went. Now they get into the, you know, the nitty gritty of, of people's lives to where it's, it's infringing on their, their privacy, like big time. There's no privacy. I, I wouldn't want to be uh not nowadays. No, there's nothing. Wouldn't want to be a celebrity. No. No. Even if, if you're a celebrity and didn't have any money and couldn't afford security and couldn't afford any of that stuff, yeah, you're you're screwed. Because now you've got you know all the paparazzi and everything there, and you've got no way of uh I mean it's like it's like the royal family. Um I mean they 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 broke off from the, the family now. It's like, well. I'm still part of the Royal family, but I, I'm not getting any security. <laughs> so that kind of screws things up for them. Yeah. Uh, Cillian Murphy, who uh, was a pretty, pretty famous actor. He kind of commented about the, what celebrities going, like how, how it is being a celebrity. And he says, I just keep reiterating in every interview they ask where they're trying to dig dirt or they're trying to make something salacious or whatever. And he's like, uh, I like to, um, on Friday nights, we like to, I, I'm not quoting him exactly, but along the lines of, well, we like to go to the online video store and rent a movie. And then we usually pop popcorn. Usually we'll try to be kind of crazy and we'll pop like uh, two bags of popcorn. And then, um, you know, occasionally we'll wash it down with a root beer, you know, and he just purposely makes it as boring as possible. Every time they ask him like where they're trying to dig for stuff yeah it's to the point that they actually don't ask about my personal life anymore and i <laughs> well i mean they, they they put their pants on one leg at a time just like everybody yeah. else it's just a different they just live a different life in in uh in the public view yeah but they, they do pretty much the same as everyone else yeah that's right yeah i already did my recommendation uh, my recommendation was comic factory four obviously <laughs> and uh and uh the book the captain britain omnibus which oh, it's like a catalog <laughs> is, i i went through it uh, with abby this morning it was kind of fun because she was like noticing like the different artwork styles and stuff because in her head like it would always be the same artwork style all the way across right because when she watches spongebob or um uh, miraculous which is the, the show everyone's watching it's the superhero for young girls jared if you're not aware it's the it's like the ladybug cat, and cat, cat noir yeah i think huge yeah. huge and it's interesting because it's a french cartoon like from france and it's a worldwide phenomenon so but so she's like looking at the different because there's a lot of different art styles in there right there's her trimpy and uh alan davis and then you know I don't know. It's just, it, it's interesting. She's looking at it and the color, like the way the colors are done are different from like one run to another run and just stuff like that. And she was like, daddy, this is really cool. I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I was uh, like, where did my book go? 
<laughs> well, I've, I, I've decided like we have a lot of stuff that we are thinking of getting rid of that we're just going to keep like old comics and stuff like that stuff that you know you buy and you're like oh god why did i buy that but we're just going to keep stuff for like for the girls because you know they're reading now so but if if my girls can fall in love with captain britain or union jack then i get it made you know but anyway that's my recommendations mm. let's sign out uh <clears throat> jared thank you for coming on yes. on such incredibly yes. short notice yeah, no worries. So we'll we'll bring you on again as we do. Uh, I'm not going to commit to a timeline because I obviously suck on the timelines, but but we'll we'll definitely have you on again. We'll do a Sunday morning when uh, when your kid's not around, so you can say cuss words or whatever if you want. Did you got any cuss words you want to get out before we finish? <laughs> uh, no, actually, I'm actually feeling pretty good awesome. right now. So great shoulders aren't quite as heavy as they were a little while ago yeah true enough true enough all right okay uh fans of the sean geek podcast this is the core geek talking at you did you know that the sean geek podcast has merch available that's right head on over to seanbeginnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page you'll be taken to the sean geek podcast store on tpublic where you can find the Sean Geek Podcast logo on t-shirts, totes, masks, and more. And best of all, a portion of the sales goes to help support the podcast and allow Sean and Todd to keep bringing great content your way. Once again, go to seanmcginnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. And while you're there, don't forget to download the latest episode.